0: the hard shoulder with Kieran Coddy. with Nissan on news talk Tanya Sweeney had a piece uh, in the uh, paper today in the independent you may have seen it uh, you can slag off my age body hair work or intellect but my parenting skills are off limits Jen Hogan journalist and columnist at the Irish Times is she right She's
1: dead right she's dead right. I mean I wouldn't be okay with just other slagging either But the amount of parent judging that goes on and advice and unsolicited unsolicited advice at that and passing of comments and all sorts of things on how people do it is just it's enough to drive you insane altogether. So completely with her on that, completely think she's um, she's right. That it's, you know, how you raise your children is up to you. And we all have different ways of doing things. We all have different ideas. We're all influenced by either our own experiences or by our own situation. Because very few people know what's going on behind closed doors or what's going on with any child or within any family or within any adult. So the idea that, you know, what you're doing with your children is open for discussion with all, that's just... No, nope, it's not on. But
0: Jen, what if people are doing it the wrong way and you're just you're just trying to educate <laughs> them?
1: Although I didn't get Sorry, you got it laughing there. Uh, Yes, if they're doing it the wrong way, even if they're doing it the wrong way, you keep your tuppens worth to yourself. But that is the funny thing, like how others see, you know, my way is the right way. You know, this is the way that it should be done. And I get it loads now, or not so much now, but I did. I remember over the course of when the kids were younger, I used to get lots and lots of parenting advice. Now people are generally intimidated by the number of kids they have, so (laughs) they back off a little bit and aren't as keen to say it. But, you know, I used to find that you got all this helpful advice. Like, I, I I didn't I don't believe in letting kids cry it out, you know, at night time or I breastfed beyond what was considered acceptable, socially acceptable. I have socially unacceptable number of children. You have people passing comments the whole time on the way you're doing things. And my, I think my pet peeve, and I think there should, it should be outlawed. It should be illegal to comment on how somebody is raising a teenager unless you have a teenager yourself. I think that's my pet peeve. You know, when a parent of a toddler decides to offer helpful advice or judgment or some sort of observations on raising a teenager, because that, that is a skill and an experience in
0: itself. (laughs) As Simon Tierney I, is with us as well. Um, Simon, see, I find this very hard because I, I have so much good parenting advice to give, mm, and I just, I am just looking for sounding boards. You, you, know, you should really write off. a book. Karen. I, I, well, I know I've I've pitched it many times <laughs> to the publishers. You know why my, why my way is the right way? No one's picked like, it up yet. I, yeah? Surprising, isn't it?
2: Well, do you know what Jenna is saying? There is really interesting because I think I can one up it. Is when people who adults who don't have any children at all decide to give their parenting <laughs> advice.
0: Well, has that happened to you?
2: Many times. Oh, really? Many times. But it's usually delivered out of their own self-interest. So it's probably to do with them wanting me to come out, you know, for a few drinks or something like that. And it's like... Oh, so you're I, talking about your, fr- your peer group
0: here, kind of yeah, friends yeah. of yours who don't have kids.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that really, uh, that really grinds my gears because, like, they're coming from a place of no experience um in that area but i think um more broadly like if you think about parenting advice and who we're getting it from like uh, my, myself included a lot of us are constantly consuming parenting advice whether it's through newspaper columns through items on radio mm. um or through books like we've got shelves of parenting advice manuals at home for sleeping for tantrums for this that and the next thing um and they all have more inventive titles uh, after the last one but uh, when it so we're happy to consume that type of parenting advice but we become very sensitive if the advice is delivered by a human being that we're speaking with. So, uh, so con- I don't know why. What the difference is there between those two things? Is
0: it context? So often, so in in the case of the books or columns and maybe Jen is writing some of them and you're you you you're actively seeking advice mm. in, in those situations. Whereas often when it's a human giving it, they don't just randomly come up to you on the street and say, you know, if you're walking down the street with your daughter, someone doesn't walk up and say, Simon, do you know a really good trick to get the kids to go to sleep at night? Yeah. Well, they, they, what happens is they only intervene and offer the advice when something is going wrong. So it's the kind con- and then you exactly. feel exactly like, the advice is actually coming with an element, a little sprinkling of judgment.
2: Exactly. And that's why if we're reading a parenting book, it's completely impersonal. And we don't know the person, that writer of the book doesn't know us. So the exchange is kind of blind and faceless. But if someone is giving us advice person to person, it's very, very difficult for us not to take that personally as a form of criticism. And we become defensive. And over the 3 years that i've been a parent i've found that difficult even uh, between spouses between me and my spouse if you know in the height of an argument or a tantrum or something like that if you know the default position might be sometimes to criticize the other person's parenting skills which of course is the worst thing oh god that you can do but apart from not doing that i think the other thing that we have that i've had to learn to do as a parent is to take advice less personally Um, that's a really hard pill to swallow but yeah it's just to to to, to leave it on the pitch a little bit
0: it Jenna, can be hard though to take that advice less personally can't it when like i said it, the situation if it is like a tantrum as simon describes mm-hmm. and the advice is given in that context it's 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 hard not to mm-hmm. interpret that as somebody kind of criticizing your parenting
1: Absolutely. And I suppose that's often the time when we kind of maybe feel it or get it, you know, if it happens in a supermarket, I think any of us that ever had toddlers, it's, it's unlikely you're going to get through that phase without them throwing a wobbler in some, some really inconvenient place. And then you kind of take it, even if it's not, even if somebody doesn't say something to you, you feel it's a reflection on your parenting skills. So the minute anything is ever offered as some way of helping to distract the child or pacify the child, you immediately kinda of take it on as nearly as this unspoken parenting advice, you know, as mm-hmm. well. And it is you do feel
0: No, we seem to have lost Jen there. Oh no, she's back. You're back, you're back. We lost you for a moment. My bag, my
1: bag. Sorry. (laughs) I think sometimes, you know, we see our kids a bit as an extension of ourselves. And so we take it quite personally if if parenting advice is offered. I'm laughing at what Simon said about, you know, when things are going wrong between spouses or partners or something and the idea, you know, that you criticise the other person's parenting. Oh, I'd say that happens in lots of households. But... (laughs) I think from the mammy's point of view, I'm, I can only speak as a mammy. Mm. Yeah, maybe I didn't consider that an occasion where it wasn't okay. I was like, I'm like, I'm mammy, so of course I know best. <laughs> you can't argue.
0: Oh it. look, Simon this is, this is throwing his, Simon is, is throwing his hands up know. in the air. I think this has echoes of what has said <laughs> this in is Simon's the house. classic
2: <laughs> privileged position that women start preaching from when it comes to mothering <laughs> and fathering. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying there, Jen, but um not yeah. always not always right the the i think the 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 worst part of it for me was the first time i ever experienced um a tricky kind of comment which i took personally but wasn't about me it was about my child
0: oh god are you willing um, to share what the comment was yeah
2: i remember i went down to tipperary to visit my parents That's the and i was in problem. i was in the local shop where everyone knows everyone and bumped into you know an old friend of the family and they had heard that I'd had a baby and they asked me the name of the baby and when I told them the name of the baby their reaction I took very personally Oh right and, Yeah because They weren't uh, impressed our, Well our daughter has a Brazilian name Yeah Which came across as very exotic Well your wife for people <laughs> are wondering your wife
0: is Brazilian <laughs> Yeah
2: That's why yeah, we didn't just, you didn't, choose, choose, your, didn't just choose Your wife's her. not
0: from Thurlis and you decided <laughs> You know what <laughs> I've always liked Brazil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, she is Brazilian. But um, the the person that I was speaking with, when she heard the name, she said she looked at me kind of sideways and said, oh, "That's quite a mouthful, isn't it?" Oh, like that. <laughs> Simon! <laughs> what did you say? And like, you should, you should. I'm sure you'll concur with me here, uh, Jen, because you have to be mm-hmm. so careful how you react when you hear a baby's name. For the first Mm -hmm. time, you really have to kind of hold yourself. You know, if someone says that their baby um, is called uh, desktop or whatever it is. Great name. Yeah. yeah. That's my my go to great name. You have to be like, that's a great Great, name. Good choice. Almost chose it myself.
0: Great name. Yeah. Great name. Uh, Jen, can you remember any specific situations
1: I mean, I've, certainly with, with, like Simon, I've had plenty of people pass comments on my kids' names. Now, I don't have anything that's maybe particularly unusual, but I have conceded I've got one named after Spider-Man, one named after a Jedi Knight, another one named after a Liverpool football player. So like, I, I, I named that people couldn't kind of get their heads around why I called my kids the name they did. But I think it's a teenager thing. I think because I've experienced people giving me advice about raising teenagers when they had toddlers, when I was kind of first entering the teenage zone. And, you know, you're very sensitive as your child completely transforms and you're wondering who this young...
0: But, Jen, then, have adult, you, done, have, you ter- have you been the advice giver then? Given you were the first yeah, but, to enter the yeah. teenage zone, have you turned around to your friends and said, well, listen, I've been through yeah. that.
1: I have, but usually when <gasps> I'm asked, and I am asked a lot because of the nature of my job, and because I wrote a parenting book, I am actually asked a lot of, uh, for advice. I mean, my social media, my DMs are full of people asking for advice, particularly around the teenage years or around maybe the very early years. So I get a lot of questions, but there's a big difference between um, sharing what you think might help or might work and the way you share it. You know, you have to be so mindful that nobody ever walks away thinking they're doing something wrong. They're doing something differently. Maybe this different approach might help. That's, you know, it might, it might not. It's a minefield, head down, we all get through it together. And that's, I suppose, the way you have to approach better because there's no hard and fast rules. Kids are so different to each other. Even if you manage to sail through rearing, and raising one. It doesn't mean the next is going to be the same. They're very different personalities, very different people. And that's what's so fabulous and terrifying at the same time. So I do offer it, but I am asked a lot. So it's not that I'm yeah. going up or I see some. I might give a parent a smile or a, 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 that nod of I get you if you see somebody tantruming in the in a store or something. But I don't go up and go. Do you know what? You really need to put some manners on him or her, or, or do yeah. the tutting or anything like that. And I have been in the presence of somebody who did it one time, and the thing is, I could clearly see that they were ta- they were talking about another child, it wasn't mine, and they were given out to me just a, a stranger, giving out to me, going, "Look at that!" And at those times, you want to get a hold of that that young lad over there now, and you know, put some manners on him. And it was very clear that to me watching. That, that child had additional needs of some sort and was having um, an over was overwhelmed and was having kind yeah. of some sort of sensory meltdown, and it really wasn't helping. It doesn't help any parent, but it's just difficult for parents who have children who have additional needs. And maybe it's not visible, it's not obvious what's going on with any kid, and they've got another adult there sitting in judgment on well, how I, they're I, doing it. Yeah,
0: so, I think Simon, you don't strike me as someone who'd be kind of naturally ju- judgmental, but were you even less so post having a child oh, of, totally. of other parenting? I, 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 I I wouldn't have been averse to the odd motor under my breath before totally. I had kids and then I, I realised oh god this is an absolute waking nightmare When Jen
2: mentioned that there I, mean, sorry, I was it's, definitely it's one of those that, people but it's a waking nightmare I was definitely in one of those people in a restaurant or <laughs> yeah. at the cinema or something where you would kind of give a sideways glance of disapproval yeah. you know which I'm so embarrassed about now like I had an experience recently it just came to me this afternoon, um, but I remember kind of feeling at the time that it, it was a, someone came over, it was a friend came over to our house and when when they arrived, the TV was on and my daughter was watching uh, cartoons yeah. or Disney or whatever. And um, the friend said, made a kind of a comment like, um, oh, we, we don't have a TV in our Ugh. house which is this classic, yeah, it's that classic thing the, the kind of the superiority complex that yeah. people that don't have a television have. Um, my, oh, my kids
0: I... just play with wood that we've whittled from yeah, exactly. trees in yeah. our <laughs> orchard. You know, yeah. yeah These
2: exactly. are the people who are not paying the TV license. Yeah, exactly.
0: They need to start paying. What grinds my gears is a celebrity who has had a baby, then writing a parenting book to give the benefit of their wisdom to somebody else. I like this one. My aunt asked me what my child's name was, and I said, "It's Laura." Oh, he's a girl, is he? Is what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't help but laugh. Simon Tierney, Jen Hogan, listen, a pleasure, uh, both of you, and enjoy the weekend. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.